You're listening to the Yoga Teacher Resource Podcast. Knowledge, techniques, and inspiration for your teaching and your practice. I'm your host, Mado Hesselink. If you're a yoga teacher who loves learning, is passionate about spreading the benefits of yoga, and desires more resources to support your teaching, you're in the right place. Let's get started with today's episode. This is a very special episode because it's a collaboration with 25 yoga teachers who participate with the Yoga Teacher Resource community. Being a brand new yoga teacher is a really special time because you're stepping into this brand new leadership role and it can be really exciting, but also overwhelming and scary. The funny thing is that a lot of what we worry about as brand new teachers, we learn later on was the wrong thing to pay attention to. And other things that we dismiss as being less important are actually the heart of what makes you a great teacher. But don't take it from me because there are 107 other podcast episodes with my advice. This year, one of my big goals is to build a bigger sense of community around the Yoga Teacher Resource Podcast. So I'm really thrilled and grateful that we had such a huge response to this call for advice for brand new yoga teachers. Now, the recording quality varies from recording to recording, but the thread that links all of these snippets of advice is the heart that comes through, the caring and the desire to help you launch yourself into this world of teaching yoga in a way that celebrates you and helps you be the best that you can be. So let's jump into advice for brand new yoga teachers, and I will see you on the other side with more information about how you can get involved with the Yoga Teacher Resource community. This is Amber Perry with my advice for new yoga teachers. First and foremost, it's important to maintain your own personal practice. You've probably heard it before, but just a reminder that you became a yoga teacher because you love yoga so much. So don't lose that along the way. Second of all, don't be afraid to find your own voice and your own flavor. It's inevitable that if you have a little extra flavor, someone may not like that flavor, but that doesn't mean that your people won't find you and you won't find them because they will and you will. It'll all be good. Uh, and lastly, it's just yoga. This almost became a personal mantra of mine at one point, and I st it still comes back to me. Anytime I'm feeling anxiety and have that fleeting feeling of what if I just leave the room right now, <laughs> I just come back to a place of it's just yoga. It's a beautiful, sacred practice. We pour our hearts and souls into these classes that we prepare for, for others, but in the end, it's just yoga yoga. It's going to be okay. Hello, my name is Anastasia and I teach yoga at Balance Point Yoga in Wollongong, south of Sydney in Australia. What I'd like to share is that I wish that I had known earlier that in teaching yoga as my profession, that that didn't equate to a vow of poverty. When I was a first newly qualified yoga teacher, I taught full time and I taught for 10 years. In those 10 years, I barely earned a wage. In fact, I was relying on my family's income to pay for the costs of hiring the hall and for advertising at the 10-year mark, I realized that this was unsustainable and so I was successful in securing a part-time job in youth work and I then continued to teach my yoga classes on a limited timetable. But this actually allowed me to feel financially stable. I had a regular income coming in and I was still able to work my practice and teaching uh, in with my other work commitments. So I'd just like to really share with you that teaching yoga does not 
have to equate to self-sacrifice and being um, in such deep service to others that you forget to look after yourself financially. In fact, if you have your financial foundations secured, then that really frees you to teach the wonderful yoga that you have to offer others. Thank you. Hello, this is Joanne. Uh, I've been teaching yoga for four years. And at the beginning, it was just for my client at the clinic because I was a physiotherapist before. Um, I think some good advices for new teachers is that um, try not to be too excited. I know we all are and we want to share so many things with our students, but every class we're just there one hour with them on their life. So what we can do is choose one topic or one thing and deliver that to them. And the second is try not to be too picky about where you want to teach or who you want to teach unless you are you already know what are you going to deliver. Try everything and be curious about different body types, different age. Yeah. And the third thing is really focus on ourselves and allow ourselves to keep learning and growing because that's very important our own practice and be mindful about our daily life is the best way to apply yoga philosophy into our daily lives and that's what we can teach our students because yoga is not just on the mat we can only teach who we are yeah that's three things i find is very important um i hope you enjoy enjoy your yoga journey and be happy with a yoga teacher thanks what's my advice for new yoga teachers I think the biggest thing that I have been asked right now by new yoga teachers is that once the newness of graduating YTT and starting to teach has worn off, they feel like they are a fraud or they feel that they are incompetent or are trying to find their authentic voice and style of teaching, um, but are just feeling like they're floundering out there. And the biggest advice that I give to teachers when they have asked me about this is a mantra that I use when I teach, um, and especially when I'm feeling nervous uh, about teaching. And what I'll say to myself is, Teach from the heart, teach what I love, and teach what I know. Teach from the heart, teach what I love, and teach what I know. It's very easy for new yoga teachers starting out to feel incompetent or feel like an imposter. And that's okay because you know, when you're starting out, you're, you're learning what your preferences are, right? You're learning who you want to teach to and what your niche is, what your voice is like, what your style is like. And of course, you're going to borrow from your influences and your teachers, you know, cueing and sequencing. And that's all part of the process of, of becoming uh, a teacher is finding out your authentic truth, your authentic voice. And so it's okay to feel like you're a fraud in the beginning, right? We're only human. Something that was told to me when I first started out was fake it until you make it. I actually think this is terrible advice because 
If we're faking something, then we're not being true to ourselves. And the biggest thing that I tell yoga teachers is it's okay to say that I don't know something. If a student comes up to you saying, I've got this particular issue or this particular pain or this particular injury or whatnot, and you don't know how to help them, it's okay to say, I don't know. Don't fake it and say, well, here, try this pose or do this without really knowing. I feel like it makes you um, more human. It's okay to be vulnerable. What I would suggest is saying, you know, I don't know, I've not, I've not dealt with that before, but let me look into it and I'll get back to you next class. I feel like this goes a lot further than just making up something or thinking that you have to have all the answers. And I think that with time um, and committing to your own practice that your authentic voice and your confidence will exude. And that's the other big advice that I give new teachers is don't lose your home practice. That's the first thing that seems to go out the window once you start teaching, especially once you're teaching a lot, is your own personal practice. And it is so important, it's so important to maintain a consistent practice for yourself, um, not to come up with new sequences, not to learn new cueing, but just to explore yoga in your mind, body, and soul so that you can remember what brought you to this practice in the, in the first place and what keeps you coming back. And I felt that... Um, Teachers who commit to a steady practice for themselves will be able to be fully present and open and have that inspiration for their classes. So that's what I would say is, is my advice to new teachers. Namaste. Hi, it's Sophie Jourdain from Sosepel in London, UK. What I would have liked to know before I started teaching yoga is how to get leads. So how to get private clients or yoga session jobs in a yoga studio or other places. It's really more difficult than I thought. There is a lot of competition, but a lot of opportunities too. As a new teacher, you have to put yourself out there, which is not obvious. And you have to create a website, social media, and publish rich content regularly. Then it's all about networking and starting by covers from other yoga teachers. So you have to be here, be perseverant, try, try again, uh, get some grit. Try, for instance, the yoga clubs around you first and the local ones can be certainly easier to approach too. So yeah, this is my advice to you, young yoga teachers. I hope I helped you with it. And obviously, I wish you the best. Bye. Hello everyone, my name is Preet Kaur. Thanks to Meadow, I'm really delighted to be here today on her podcast, sharing with you some truths of my journey on this path of being a yoga teacher. As you gather these pearls of wisdom from other yoga teachers, here are a few from my treasure. Hope they help you shine. As a brand new teacher, there were a lot of times I felt nervous or overwhelmed I shared my true feelings with my class. It was appreciated and well received by my students. And also, whenever my classes during the demo of the poses, if I was slipped or I couldn't de demonstrate the full expression of the pose, I was candid enough to say that I am too a work in progress in my body to my students. And later they came back and told me that they were glad to hear that as it made me more human and one of them. Another one, whenever you plan your sequences, think of three cues for every asanas that can light up the pose. Postures can have many entry and exit points 
and your cues can change the experience of the same posture in your students. And most importantly, have fun, trust your journey. There will be times you'll goof up, laugh wholeheartedly and forgive yourself often. Namaste. Hi, my name is Caitlin Hansen. I went to yoga teacher training last summer, 2019, so I'm a fresh teacher. I wish I would have known um, at the beginning of teaching and something that I would like to share with other beginning teachers, something that they should know when starting yoga teaching is that the teacher is inside of you. That's something that I had a problem with just kind of thinking like, oh, I'm not ready. I don't know exactly how to do every single aspect of class. But once you get there and once you have those people in your room, it's kind of like this energy between that flows between everyone. And it's great. Um, and it just kind of makes that teacher flow out of you. And just knowing that it's kind of like the saying, wherever you are in your practice, you're perfect. It's like the same thing. Wherever you are in your teaching journey, that's where you need to be. And it's what is. And, you know, it, don't, don't think about the past or the future. Just think about what is and have that now mentality. This is now and you are perfect here in your journey. And I give all the teachers the best of luck and the best energy. And I'm so excited to see what happens with this podcast. Hi, Mado. I am Tariq, yoga teacher from Morocco. I have three pieces of advice to brand new teachers. First one is to start teaching yoga as soon as you get your yoga certificate. After graduating, we are really motivated. We have this fire in the belly and we should make the most out of it by teaching our friends, our family, our local community in the park. The idea is to give classes whenever you have the opportunity to in order to have mileage in your teaching. This habit of giving more yoga classes is going to build more confidence in the teaching, going to allow you to improve class after class, and it is going to also give you a better mastery of, uh, of the teaching experience. Secondly, keep practicing at least one hour per day because this practice is truly critical for not only the physical well-being and flexibility and strength, but also the mental well-being. And as teachers, we get easily overwhelmed with all the responsibilities that come with, with this. So keeping daily practice is gonna refill you with energy so that you can serve better your students. Lastly, keep learning and i hear it it is related to many areas like signing up to yoga classes in the local studios with more experienced teachers also learn online different uh, about yoga like yoga techniques anatomy adjustments and also learn from books and uh, audiobooks podcasts the idea is to grow and as teacher the responsibility just began. Hey, new yoga teachers. If I could give you one little fun bit of advice, take good care of your feet. You are going to spend so much time walking around barefoot and looking at your feet and other people seeing your feet. So take good care of your feet. Give yourself a pedicure, put lotion on them every night, love your feet, and enjoy being a new yoga teacher. It's an amazing ride. Namaste. Hi, community. Um, my name is Leah. I am the founder and owner of Shanti Yoga Love in Geneva, Ohio. And I am here to just give, I guess, a little bit of um, insight into the process of what happens now that you're a yoga teacher. So I would say one huge piece of 
advice is to be prepared to modify any and all poses or possibly even have to scrap your planned outline and start fresh when someone comes in that isn't um, able to practice what you were planning to do. So we don't obviously don't teach to one specific individual, but I like to try and make everything that I offer accessible to everyone in the room. So really, really look at modifications and adjustments and use of props and things like that. Um, and maybe find a way to get yourself into a space where you're forced to confront those things. My very first study teaching job um, at it back in 2016 was at a physical therapist's office. So every single class I was working with people who were recovering from something and maybe weren't quite able to practice every single posture that I had planned without the use of modifications or props. So that I think made me much more confident as I went out into further into the world, knowing that I was able to create an environment where everyone could practice safely and effectively and get the benefits of all of the postures that I offered and also be sure that we're offering or you are offering yoga rather than just postures so try and bring in mindfulness bring in intention bring in you know maybe some of the yamas and niyamas but something other than simply exercise there are a lot of those things out there and um, the mindfulness and the breath and all that really really help with stress and working through the things that happen in our day-to-day -day lives. So I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful, brilliant, wonderful career as a yoga teacher. And I hope to meet you all at some point very soon. Thank you. Om Shanti Om. Namaste, Mado and listeners. My name is Matt Lerner, and I've been practicing and teaching yoga and meditation since the mid-1970s. I'd like to thank Matto for creating the Yoga Teacher Resource Community and for allowing me to share a few words. You can find me on Facebook and on the web at www.aum.org. I will be reading to you from a collaborative project I've created called the Yoga Teacher Sutras. I'd love to have you collaborate with me. Just find the Facebook page by typing hashtag Y-O-T-E-S-U, Yotisu. Chapter 1. Connection. Now, as you play the role of yoga teacher, your study of yoga continues. Sutra 2. Teaching yoga is a sharing of methods to calm the stirrings of the mind. Sutra 3. When sharing is authentic and selfless, the yoga teacher within, the self, is revealed. 4. When sharing is not authentic and selfless, true teaching and learning are restrained. Sutra 5. Honor your teachers, your colleagues, and your students, and you honor the teacher within, which are all the same. 6. Teaching yoga only comes from practicing yoga. Sutra 7. Sharing what you've experienced is the best way to teach. Sutra 8. Finding your unique gifts. Find your unique gifts and share them. Sutra 9. Giving the gift of yoga is the highest honor for a teacher. 10. Honor the beginning student. Starting a journey on the path of yoga can change a life. Sutra 11. Teaching a class does not count towards your personal practice, yet your learning will continue as you teach. 12. Your students are not yours, and you should not regard them as your students, but as your teachers. Sutra 13. Understand the difference between asana, poses, and exercise. All can be great, but teaching yoga has little to do with teaching postures or exercises. There is nothing wrong with yoga-inspired exercise, but it is not necessarily yoga. Sutra 14. Your teachers often masquerade as your students. Sutra 15. The first adjustments should be given verbally. 16. Touching a student is forbidden unless the student has given permission. Sutra 17. Even if a student gives permission to be touched, force must not be used. I'm sure that I've used up my time. Thank you very much, and I hope that you found it useful. Dear new teacher, my name is Molly, 
and I'm sharing with you what I wish I'd known when I first became a teacher. But just know that everything I'm about to tell you, you do have to go out and experience on your own. But what I wish I'd known is that all yoga teachers are a little scared before they teach either in a new environment or when they teach new material. So we each have our own threshold of what we're comfortable with and what we're a little uncomfortable with. And this just means sometimes when you get nerves, in the beginning you're going to get nerves, and this just means that you probably care a lot and it's probably one of the most valuable things you can bring to the table as a yoga instructor. And it's most likely linked to what eventually is going to make you stand out. Because each time we're a little nervous, we know it's essentially because there's something we don't know. So we go out into the world and try to solve that problem so that we can be the best teacher we can and teach that material. So those, those little bit of nerves are not a sign of weakness. They're a sign that you're aware of the fact that you could never possibly know everything. They're a sign of humility. And so when those signs of humility go away, when those nerves go away, it's time to learn something else, something new, or something more difficult about what it means to teach yoga. So when I tell you you have to go out on your own and experience on your own, I'm saying that what it takes to be a really good teacher is to know your edge and to know, you know, and to, to explore the edge and to back away, know when to back away from the edge and then know when to, um, know when things aren't working and when you need to go out and explore new things. So working with that humility and working with that edge is what's really going to make you a standout teacher. Hi, new yoga teachers, and welcome to the family. My advice for you is first to practice, practice, practice. I mean your personal practice. And if you're open to it, expanding that beyond asana as well. Not only will this help you to teach more effortlessly because you'll be teaching from a place where your practice is integrated and so your teachings will be more authentic for your students, but your personal practice will be an amazing foundation for your life and for what might come up for you as a teacher. It will give you the self-awareness, the self-compassion, and the resilience to handle whatever comes up for you as a teacher. And second, for those who are a bit more shy or timid about being in front of a group, I would love to remind you that teaching yoga is not a performance. And when you teach from a place that's connected with your personal why, why you practice and why you choose to teach, and again from that place of an integrated personal practice, yoga itself will work. So take yourself off the stage. <laughs> it's not about you. It's about the yoga and the teachings and practices of yoga will benefit your students. And last, I would love to say that I'm so happy and grateful that you're here the world needs you, and I send you lots of love. During my early years practicing yoga, I noticed some instructors had classes jam-packed with students while others had only a handful in attendance. All had equal abilities and practiced similar styles of yoga, yet I continued to be perplexed as to why some had such a following and others seemed to struggle to have enough students in attendance to hold a regular class. I spent a lot of time during my yoga teacher training, probably too much time, observing yoga instructors and observing their students and their interactions before, during, and after class. Over time, I have had the opportunity to establish close friendships and love with my yoga family and I would like to share what I consider to be one of the most important and fundamentally important things to remember when starting out as a new yoga teacher. Focus on maintaining your own yogic lifestyle because that will transcend to your students. That will make you more approachable as an authentic person. I think when you, as an instructor, reach this level within yourself, that is when you allow your students to have that yoga 
aha moment. It's that moment when they realize they don't have to go to yoga. They want to go to yoga and you help them get there by being your authentic self on and off the mat. Advice that I would give brand new teachers, uh, things that I wish somebody would have told me um, when I first started teaching is that you can play with your mistakes. Your class doesn't know that you've missed an asana um, or a cue or or anything. Um, so you can use that as an opportunity to uh, to play, and they don't know any different. Um, if you're somehow, you know, you get your class facing the back of the room and you panic, which I've done. Um, you don't need an asana or a sequence to turn them around. Just find a fun way to turn them around. It's your class. And I wish somebody would have taught me that early on because I remember teaching and that exact same thing happened to me. I found them facing the back of the room and I couldn't remember how I got them there or I couldn't think of a way to turn them back around. I thought I had to come up with an entire sequence. And so instead I just, I moved myself and I taught from the back of the class so they could see me. And it wasn't until later that somebody reminded me that it's, it's my class and it can be what I make it. So you can just do your thing. It's, I, I panicked and that's not, what you do. You don't need to panic. They don't know. You just have fun with it. Hi, so I'm Namita and I've been teaching yoga for about 10 years now here in India mainly and a few other countries. So if I had to give some advice to someone who just started teaching yoga, I would tell them that yoga is not another self-improvement program. So please don't sell it that way because so much of what we see in the yoga industry today is about positioning yoga as a way to make yourself a better version of yourself or improve yourself. And this way we end up feeding, craving and discontent and yoga becomes another area of our lives where we are whipping ourselves. So I would ask a new yoga teacher to remember to not premise yoga as another self-improvement exercise. We have enough of that going on. Let's not feed people's ideas of inadequacy about themselves. Instead, I'd like them to look at yoga as a way to enjoy the movement of life inside your own embodiment. You know, that's a far more fulfilling starting point for anyone who's practicing yoga for anyone who's sharing their practice with another person. Also, another few things I would tell them is maybe to teach people and not poses, which means you understand as a teacher that the yoga has to meet the students where they are and not expect it to be the other way around. Because asana exists for people. It's not people existing for asana. Right, so that's one thing. And another thing is to teach from a place of enthusiasm. It's knowing that your energy is what colors and carries the class. So, you know, being able to drum up the enthusiasm, even on the craziest day when you're having a really bad day, that's a skill you learn on the job. So I would definitely recommend that you teach from a place of love and affection and enthusiasm about the opportunity to share your practice with another. Hello, yoga teachers. This is Sharon Dangles and just sharing with you some advice. I know when I was uh, just starting out as a yoga teacher, I was really nervous, lacked confidence to get up in front of class. So my advice to you is to just do it because 
when we are uncomfortable, the more we do it, the more comfortable that we get. And it's so important for us to grow as yoga teachers by getting ourselves out of that feeling of being uncomfortable so we can be just more relaxed and be able to share our gifts with others. So I hope this was helpful to to you and good luck on your yoga journey. This is Valerie Anderson from almost middle of nowhere, Wyoming, where I teach yoga. Hello, Mado and new yoga teachers. My advice to you all is that you give yourself the grace to make mistakes. This will serve you well in your first couple of years of teaching. You'll find the experience to be more enjoyable if you just let yourself make mistakes. One, your students don't generally know that you have made a mistake. Just keep going on with whatever you're cueing, saying, doing. Two, if it's very obvious that you have made a mistake, then own up to it. Correct it. Make a joke out of it. Laugh a little. Or just keep going. It shows that you're human just like them. You make mistakes in life just like them. And three, sometimes that mistake can turn into a better experience, a more unique one, an opportunity to workshop the moment or to laugh about it. It just means that your personality is going to shine and that is what's going to have students feel connected to you. You showing who you are, not a boilerplate of cues and movement. Best of luck in your first couple of years. Hi, my name is Veronica and I specialize in teaching yoga for musicians. So I've only been teaching for about a year and a half, but I can already tell that there are two main things that I think have changed since I started teaching. And the first one is sort of the structure of my classes. So I went to do my teacher training in India and it was a really traditional school where I went. And that was sort of the way that I designed my classes at the start. So I was really trying to honor yoga as a discipline and the tradition of yoga. But I think I slowly realized that teaching people in the West, I really needed to adjust my classes. So especially for people who maybe don't want to devote the whole of their life to yoga, which is fine, I think. So now I really try to put the students first and think about how I can help them and really modify the postures a lot and just center the classes around them. And I think the second thing is about not thinking so much about myself when teaching. So at the start, I really was trying to be the best teacher I could, which I think is also completely fine, but it ended up being a little bit of an ego thing, I think. So now I try to think about myself more as a sort of a vessel um, for helping people through yoga, rather than trying to be really excellent or yes, trying to excel as a teacher. And it's definitely a work in progress. So I hope this helps guys. And thank you to Mado for putting this episode together. Hi, I'm Sierra Cartoni and I've been teaching about six years. The best advice I'd love to send to new teachers is to stay true to your authentic self. As teachers, we may experience pressure to second guess what we are presenting in our classes or even may feel like we should alter our teachings to meet what we think students want. Holding close to our hearts why we love this practice and how it resonates with us personally is essential to sharing the magic of the yoga practice. I think it's also important to continue taking classes with other teachers so that we can continue that inspiration 
in our own practice in our classes. Maintaining a personal daily practice became very important to me also because without it, my body was suffering. It was imbalanced and I even had injuries. And to not just practice asana, but to study something every day, whether it be asana or meditation, philosophy, anatomy, maybe taking notes during a favorite yoga podcast, but just to keep learning and growing with the natural shifts of your practice and your teachings and expect that your journey is truly infinite. There's so much within the yoga world to learn and to take on but just allow time and experience to be the ultimate tool for growth in this voyage. Hello, this is Dagma from Montezuma Yoga in Costa Rica. And my advice to every new teacher is very simple. Be your beautiful self, be real, be authentic and share from your heart don't worry about perfect sequences. Don't read too much from books and just rather share what's dear to your heart and what the gift of the practice of yoga has been for you because this is what will people connect to you and nobody wants to see a glamorous um, teacher who seems to have everything under control in front of the room because that will not allow any of your students to really share and be real and be vulnerable. So your sharing, your authenticity, your honesty and your sweetness is going to be the most important part of being a yoga teacher. So trust that and uh, enjoy starting to teach your classes. Hi there, this is Laura and for all the new yoga teachers listening in, First, I would like to say big congratulations on graduating your YTT and all the hard work you did. This is really such an amazing journey. And in case you're a little bit overwhelmed and not quite sure where to start, my biggest advice for new yoga teachers is to have or establish your personal home practice. This should be a very strong practice in the sense that this is what you do consistently and it's non-negotiable. It can be taking classes somewhere, it can be your personal home practice, but this is a place where you can try new poses, practice your sequences, practice cueing out loud, um, meditate, gain insights. This will make you a better teacher because you, you have direct experience with yoga, with what you're teaching. And that will help you serve your students much better. You will understand why they're struggling or how you can help them better. And then also your personal practice is a place where you can rest and find restoration, which is also really important for yoga teachers, especially if you start teaching a lot of classes, you need to balance it out and you need to find some rest as well. So I hope this helps and I wish you a lot of luck in your journey. Bye. I think for me, uh, just starting out, it would have been wonderful to have it constantly reiterated, maybe not only during teacher training, but also by uh, maybe any teachers attending your class or even the students, just to be yourself. I think that's a big one. I don't think it could be over uh, talked about. I think it's important to teach from your heart, teach what you know, teach what you're comfortable with. I found myself teaching what I was comfortable with, sure, but I also found myself trying to style my teaching from the perspective of, oh, well, somebody else did it this way. And so it felt disingenuous at times. I don't think it could be overstated to simply be up there on your mat and let your personality, your uh, it'll come through in your sequencing, it'll come through in the way you interact with your students, it'll come in through the way you wander through the room and just keep an eye on everybody. So I definitely think starting out, it should be reiterated at every point along the way, just to teach and be comfortable with who you are and be uh, satisfied with each and every one of your teaching experiences, which is a hard thing to, to do, obviously, but I think it, it definitely can't be overstated. Yes. 
Congratulations, new teacher. Welcome to this amazing journey, and thank you for allowing me the opportunity to share a little wisdom with you. First things first, soak it all in. Enjoy the journey, maintain your practice, and cherish it as it evolves. Continue to seek education and growth. Follow the learn, do, teach model. As you learn new things by reading or attending workshops and trainings, first, learn. Soak up as much as you can. Then try it in your own body and practice. It helps you wrap your mind around the concepts and gives you an opportunity to develop language around it. Then share it with your students. Learn, do, teach. Collaborate with others in, around, and outside the yoga community. Think creatively and don't be shy. Create solid boundaries and practice containment. This will honor your health, your healing journey, and your space as you hold space for others to do the same. It protects your energy and allows you to be present and do your best. Lead by example. On the business end of things, keep good records. For your teaching hours and CEUs, for your class sequences or themes, financially for your expenses, income, and tax records. With that, you can learn to do almost anything on YouTube. It is equally important to recognize the time value of money and be honest about when everyone would be best served by delegating a task to a professional. Lastly, stay humble, stay kind. My blessing for you always. May your mind be fierce, your heart kind, your soul at peace. May you be blessed. Namaste. Hello, it's Abigail of Ground and Grow Yoga, and my advice for new teachers is one you hear a lot, but just get out there and start. So you are not perfect, you're still learning. Even people who have been teaching for years or have hundreds more hours of experience are still learning and growing. Yoga is a journey, but the longer that you wait to start out, the more impossible it's going to seem. I was worried that I needed more training, but what really helped me getting my yoga um, out there was to just get my insurance and start teaching privates to my mom and her friends. And then they recommended others. And then I started teaching a class for teachers after school through adult ed. I still don't teach in a studio, but I'm continuing with my adult education classes and teaching privates. I also have my YouTube channel, which is growing, and I just wish that I would have put myself out there even sooner. So my advice is to get your insurance all set and just start teaching anybody and everybody. I hope that helps. And I'm Madoha Salink, the host of the Yoga Teacher Resource Podcast. My advice for new teachers is to get out there and teach and to view your students as your greatest teachers. So focus less on having a whole bunch of techniques to teach your students and focus more on watching them, listening to them, and attempting to understand them. Don't try to worry about learning everything about every aspect of yoga. Focus on the pieces that you're passionate about and find peers and mentors to study with and study from. If you enjoy being on social media and following different yoga accounts, then that's great. But recognize that sometimes it can be overwhelming because you're going to get a lot of conflicting information from different angles. And instead of trying to consume it all and do it all, find the people that you resonate with and trust and go deeper into fewer topics rather than trying to learn it all or feeling like you could or should know it all. You do not need to have a practice that looks a certain way to be able to do certain poses or to have a specific body of knowledge in order to be a good yoga teacher. What makes a good yoga teacher is the desire to be of service and the willingness to be present with your students and the willingness to keep learning for the joy of learning, not from a sense of obligation, not from a sense of not being good enough already. 
because that is the essence of yoga. It is techniques and practices that connect us to the part of ourselves that is already whole and needs nothing. And if you can embody that, if you can live that, then you will be an amazing yoga teacher. Welcome to the Yoga Teacher Resource family, and thank you for listening. Thank you for caring enough to become a yoga teacher. I would love to invite you to participate in the community. There's a few ways you can do that. One is you can get on my email list, you can join the Facebook group, and you can become a patron of the podcast. All of those options, you can look through them. You can find out more information about them at teachingyoga.net slash join. And speaking of the patron program, I have a bunch of brand new patrons to welcome and to thank. Nina, Becky, Haley, Kimberly, Tally, Suzanne, Natalie, Leslie, Mina, Kate, Shauna, Megan, Lori Sue, Caroline, Julie, and Tammy. Thank you so very much for supporting weekly ad-free podcast episodes. Your contributions enable me to say no thank you when people offer to sponsor the podcast because personally, I don't like listening to ads on podcasts. I prefer to just hear the content and when it's a podcast I listen to regularly, I'm definitely willing to kick in a few bucks. So so if you feel the same way, I hope you'll consider becoming a patron. Levels of support begin at $5 a month. Again, the link to find out more about the patron program, to find out more about getting on the email list, and to join the Facebook group are all at teachingyoga.net slash join. That's it for this week. My advice for all teachers, brand new and extremely experienced, is always to make time for self-care and for your own personal practice. 